A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am your host, Logan Howard, the Joker to Brendan's Batman. It is Brendan Thomas Merritt. How are you today, Brendan? <laughs> well, we've got you wearing something that looks like a clothes and was picked up like a roadside after being hit by a truck. I'm here, sense <laughs> of darkness style, laced in black. So uh, take from that what you will. <laughs> yes, take from that what you will. Um, it is the Christmas episode, of course. And so for this one, um, Brendan and I will be opening, we sent each other gifts, um, a couple weeks ago. And so we've been lusting, lustingly looking at them for weeks and wanting to open them, but we've been saving them specifically for this podcast. So we're going to do that today. We're also going to do, um, some superlatives since this will be the last technically episode of the year. So we're going to talk about some cool things that happen from their podcast, some things that talk about our life, and then we'll close out the, uh, the the time together with Matthew in chapter two. Um, so we'll do that. So let's start off with uh, gift giving. Brendan, do you want to go first? I'll let you open your gift from me first. Well, since I have been Christianly lusting or lustingly Christianizing <laughs> after them for so long, whatever way that, that word working comes about. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, mine arrived the post few days before the gift I got for Logan, so I've been Christianly lusting a little bit longer than he has. <laughs> I'm just going to keep all unopened. It's a legitimate box. It's a legitimate box. Yes, I can confirm. <laughs> it actually exists. It, it exists. He's going to be so disappointed when he realizes it's a Christmas sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it is, I've got your home address. It's going right back to you. People who wear Christmas sweaters or people who don't have my respect. <laughs> Namely, my co-host. Yeah, even, even his co-host. Because <laughs> <laughs> in all the introductions, like, you're down as the host and I'm the co-host. But so help me, yeah. it's a Christmas jumper, I'm totally taking your spot. <laughs> in 2022, I will give the introduction as your punishment. Brendan, the special guest, uh, Logan. That's what the new title is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a hammer. <laughs> is this Mjolnir? It is. It is supposed to be, yes. But it's even more than that. Oh, okay. The bot for those of you who are on the podcast, on the YouTube version, the bottom one's cruise. Is it a cup? Co- is it like for drinking? It's for drinking. Uh, it is a water bottle. Shut up! Is that because I'm always drinking <coughs> when we're on this? Never alcohol, friend. Yes. Never alcohol. No, 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 no. Tea, tea, of course. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna add a collection of weapons. 
Because people are always yes. like, why do you buy weapons when you can't hit them with it? And finally, I've got one with a utilitarian function. <laughs> yes. You can fool with water, oh. and then if somebody tries to grab you at the bus stop, you can just water. whack them with it. <laughs> it probably hurts them, too. <laughs> Depending on what water. Again. <laughs> like, why does your water smell like vodka? Water. <laughs> <laughs> that is so uh that's gas. Cheers, <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad v- you like virtual it. Hug. <laughs> virtual hug. Virtual hug. Virtual hug. Yep, virtual hug. <laughs> that's all right, nice. all right. Now that's it's so my clever. turn. I've seen this huge box, this like this big. It's just been sitting in my room. Let's see. I already pre-opened it so that we would it go quicker. Not pre-opened so I saw what it was, but pre-opened so it was untaped. <laughs> All right. Goodness. This is not going to be easy to come out, is it? So much for pre-opening. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so much for pre-opening. I try to be cool and smart. Hearing the box. This is all falling apart. Oh, no way. No way. No way. This, I think it, if it's what I think it is, no way. Ugh. It's a lightsaber! Yes! <laughs> it's a lightsaber so this is the handle and it's got it all and it's metal it's not even one of those fake plastic ones um oh my goodness is it so is it supposed to go on your wall is that what it's supposed to be on is it one of those if you push a button i think the blades will appear at least I hope it is. The I, box is to, I think I, there's some assembly required. It looks like. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Because the blade is. Separate. Oh, that does ring a bell. That does ring a bell. Yes, yeah, some assembly required, but that's okay. I can assemble at a later time, and I'll send a picture so that we can put Dude. it on this podcast. Dude. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much. This is so cool. Like, you're welcome. You're this welcome. is this is better than that hammer, and that hammer is pretty cool. <laughs> that is very cool. More water. <laughs> yeah. So I I think if we're uh, if we're calling wins, I think Brendan wins on this one. He wins on the gift giving. <laughs> you're just super functional. Yes. I just yes, want to sit like on the cool. bus holding the hammer, and people like. Is he going to like Comic Con or something? And then just like to <laughs> unscrew the handle and just like, look, 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 look. Yes, take your brother with you so he can film everyone's reaction because I, I want to see this too. <laughs> just being like, is he okay? <laughs> or even more judgmental and burning like a dude at church. <laughs> yes, even more judgmental. 
That would be amazing. You just and then then to stop people from stealing your Bible or from borrowing anything, you just stick it right on top, and people exactly. Will be like, just put uh, <laughs> and then if anyone Bible tries to touch it or grab it, you're not worthy. You're not worthy. <laughs> exactly. It's like you heard of Jesus turn water into wine. Well, watch me turn a hammer into water, baby. <laughs> Um, all right so for those of you who didn't hear what happened what happened i brendan got me a lightsaber which is awesome um and brendan has a hammer that is a water bottle so um, we will for sure take pictures of them post them out on on our uh youtube version of this so you all can see it um but that's that was our gift giving exchange our christmas part of it and so now we turn into, as we close out 2021 and move into 2022, which hopefully it will be bigger, better, amazing, awesome, uh, cool things out the wazoo on the podcast and in the world as well. Um, but let's we still have to close out what, uh, what 2021 brought us. So um, with that, the first one is the moment of the year. Brendan, what, what for you was the moment of the year from the podcast? Oh, I, I love Sam's actually, mm. um, Sam's story. I just thought that was just so powerful. It was, um, the first testimony video that we had. Yes, people. I said yes. the first, there's another one in the works, little secret. Um, but I thought, I thought that was so powerful. It was raw, real. Um, you know, with the version that we put on YouTube and the version that we put like everywhere else, very little editing, um, yeah, very little manufacturing, even on on, on our end as as producers, yeah, um, just very stripped back, bare, but um, but powerful, yeah. I think Sam's story. Uh, yes, although I will have a momentary confession, Sam was very curious as to why in the YouTube version <laughs> there was an Asian guy in the thumbnail. I liked the psychedelic <laughs> and colors. Okay, there, that's the explanation. <laughs> Some people wonder like why you'd never actually see us in like the YouTube thumbnails because we just don't draft as well as <laughs> other pictures like in pinch from online. <laughs> What, yes. was, what yes. was your uh, podcast um, like? So for me, I would say the moment when, um, well, I, I have to agree. I would say I'm going to give his the best episode of the year for um, just how impactful his message was and how many people mm. okay. like got to hear his story. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say that's definitely the most yeah. um I think that's the best episode of the year. And I think I would give him moment of the year, mm. but you've already, you've already gave him moment of the year. So I don't want to make this like a huge award show for Sam over here. Um, so I would say, I think the first episode we did, honestly, for me was just an amazing surreal moment that we were able to do okay. something and it wasn't just an idea. It became reality. Mm. It wasn't just a thought that was in either of our heads, but wow. something that we just both like actually sat mm. down and decided to do it. Cause we honestly 
we're just talking about it. It wasn't like we were going to do it or make it a thing. And, yeah. and I think that that to me was a really is an awesome moment that we got to do it and that we've been able to make it 16, 17, 18 episodes. And uh, I yeah. think as, as long as I'm as long as on my end, I, I'm good to go for a good bit more and see how it goes and see how we grow and learn and uh, get better at this stuff. Um, so, yeah, that that's definitely my moment of the year. Uh, so moving on yeah. to our worst moment of the year. Brendan, what was the worst moment of the year from the podcast? Ooh, from the podcast. Let me see. My worst moment of the year was probably when I crashed the family car on my brother's side while he was my passenger. <laughs> that led to months of complications. Um, so by comparison, nothing in the podcast was as bad. Um, <laughs> but I think the worst moment was probably when we filmed our previous video because the running time was 38 minutes. But I'm pretty sure that my camera on my phone actually recorded nothing because I've just gone looking for the footage <laughs> and I can't find it. <laughs> so, oh no! Yeah, that's why one of those YouTube versions oh, have like you know <laughs> still pictures, <laughs> but you can't see your faces. Yep. So uh, yeah, my worst moment that happens in between. <laughs> I will persevere. I'll persevere. <laughs> and what was yours? Uh-huh. Mine was the uh, the podcast we had Johanna Hughes on, and we were playing Bible trivia. <laughs> and I th- at the time I had co- I had COVID, and I was just sort of out of it. And there was just like. Yeah, these questions great. that I should know, like mm-hmm. the names of the disciples. I should be able to name 10 disciples and I should be able to get all these questions. And uh, she's over here giving me hints the whole time. And I'm like, wow, I I feel like I'm an idiot. <laughs> you are an idiot. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was my... <laughs> my victory will oh, not be taken yeah. from okay. me. I won that fair and square. <laughs> Blaming COVID. You're such an unbeliever. Uh, speaking of things that thing one of us has won fair and square, um, <laughs> the dandrift of the year. So for those of you who don't know what dandrift is, it's the head-scratching things that we, uh, More square, we sort square. of go back and forth. We, we sort of have a voting competition on our community uh, pages. And uh, the most voted for dandrift this year, so the most head-scratching thing, was guys who wear shirts outside, who go shirtless outside. So they have no shirts on, completely half-naked. That was that was the most voted for. This is the worst thing. Uh, so that is our, our dandrift of the year, according to uh, the polls. Um, yeah, so second place was um, running into people who hog grocery line aisles. Um, third place was, um, I believe Mine. it was people who drive on the roads or just people driving in general. And then I think, I think last place came up with toilet paper roll going the wrong way. Um, so that, that's the, how that finished out. Um, moving on to the bravest, the bravest thing that we did this year. 
the bravest new thing we started. Brendan, go ahead. Ooh, in my personal life, I thought the bravest thing I started was cryptocurrency. Um, I've been thinking about joining the stock market, um, but it was just absolutely mental, as I'm sure many of you know. Um, yeah. And then I began looking at cryptocurrency, and then my younger brother came, and he was like, hey, well, I want to join the stock market. And I said, bro, I've already looked into it. It's a bad time. And he was like, wait, you've looked into it? And for the first time in 27 years, my kid brother thought I was cool. So I just figured that I was going on a roll and just had to uh, go with it and say, it's a bad time to uh, start mucking about with stocks. But uh, have you ever thought of cryptocurrency? And he was like, yeah, actually, I have. Shall we start it? And uh, nine months on, here we are. <laughs> and I literally did it just to make my big brother proud of me. I wanted him to see that his big brother game, if not romantically, at least financially, <laughs> he was willing to take risks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I lost a lot of money, but I've gained my kid brother's respect. Totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you done this great this year? Um, probably the bravest thing was quit my job. Um, it was a mm-hmm. bad situation, yeah. miserable, lots of yeah. drama. And mm-hmm. Brendan knows a lot. Those of you who don't, who are listening, who don't know much about it, you can always, you know, ask me about it sometime. But it was not the greatest situation. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, it came down to where I just had to step up and, and quit. And I did mm-hmm. it as, as honorably as I could. I gave him two weeks. I worked as hard as I could for those two yeah. weeks. Um, but at the same time, I don't need to put myself and be miserable for the rest of my life. I don't, cause you don't want to be that. You don't want to spend 40 years being miserable at yeah. something that you don't like doing. Um, yeah. It's too, life's too short to do that. So, um, so yeah, that was, that was the bravest thing. I think, uh, I think that we, that I started this year. Um, so back to uh, podcast type stuff, most outrageous comment of the year. Ooh, let me see. I'm going to put this with the outrageous comment question, but in hindsight, it was probably fair. <laughs> in the episode we had about um, the book of, who was it, Shiloh or, I don't know, Shadrach, for Shadrach. <laughs> yeah, for the Shadrach, yeah. I was like, who's Shiloh? So basically, <laughs> Logan and I had come across Talking about the style of the Bible. <laughs> Logan and I had come across this story online where a child had written a really, really creative summary of Bible characters' lives. But they were a little bit, and by little I mean very, very confused about the actual concrete details. So we decided that we would use a the skeleton of that child's story, but change the specific details. And <laughs> mm. I think we gave like a very succinct one line explanation as to what we were doing. Um, and then we just gave like 
the biggest mumbo jumbo theological bullcrap anyone has ever heard. And <laughs> I think some of our viewers were a little bit um, concerned that perhaps we were listening to spirits whose first name is not holy. And <laughs> I think their feedback was best. But it was it was outrageous insofar as it made us laugh, but it was it was deserved. <laughs> it was deserved. Yes. We were too edgy for our own good and it was only video like two or three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we went a little we, we found the line and went past it. <laughs> <laughs> like um, rear view mirror. Okay. I have two answers to this most outrageous comment. One yeah. is uh, when I got on this podcast, this one specifically, and he looked and saw my sweater and my hat and said, that is the most ugliest thing I've ever seen on a human being, and I've lost all respect for you. So <laughs> that was pretty outrageous. Um, but it just, I think it's just, topped, it's just topped by a couple weeks ago, we did an episode on, and I asked a question, like, if you were ruler of a country, what would you do? And uh, I had gave an answer about how I'd be fair and we would do all these things. And Brendan then comes on as like, I would rule ruthlessly and aggressively. And then uh, he was like, yeah, and I'd rule Logan's country too, because we'd, we'd invade him, take him over, and he would be a puppet king. And uh, it, well, there's some the truth and there's some fairness in there. There's some truth and fairness in there. At the same time, it's a little outrageous. So <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my side. I have no regrets. <laughs> yeah, I know he would. I knew he would. Um, so <laughs> I have already stated what my. <laughs> uh, so I have already stated my favorite podcast episode of the year, uh, and that's the Book of Sam, as uh, as we titled it. Um, Brendan, what was your favorite episode of the year? Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, I actually really, really do like the Book of Sam, but maybe I should pick a different one. Um, I'm going to be like super unprofessional and actually look them up on the YouTube channel because I forget everything that we filmed. <laughs> There've just been so many the last know, right? <laughs> Um, there was one that we did maybe last week or two weeks ago that I actually really liked. Um, pause for suspense. <laughs> pause for a dramatic, prolonged suspense while he googles our exactly. film. Our film. Uh, <laughs> like we won't have like no six or seventeen. It's not like we've had hundreds. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he's googling the catalog. He's going through. <laughs> um. I actually really liked. The um, Christmas Would You Rather episode. <laughs> mm. I love the question that was kind of like, you know, would you? I forget the, what the exact question was, but it was something along the lines of, you know, would you rather get chicken pox and risk infertility or wear Christmas jumpers? <laughs> and I chose the chicken pox. 
I like that one. I thought that that one was just really. <laughs> oh, it was designed just yeah. for you, my friend. <laughs> I know it was. <laughs> I think that's why I loved it so much. Uh-huh. Um, so this one, I'm going to combine the two, but the best, uh, okay. the best edition since 2020, and the thing that you're most looking forward to in 2022. So the best wow. new thing and the thing you're looking forward to. Okay, the best new thing, not to say too corny, or to press you into saying the same thing, would be you. <laughs> there, I don't get sentimental often, but I've said it. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> And my biggest expectation for 2022, <laughs> I said this before we began filming, but you know what? I've said it now, I'm sticking my gun, is seeing Donald Trump come back into the White House. And I'm going to book a one way ticket. One way? Nah, I want to live in Ireland. A two way ticket <laughs> to Washington, D.C. I'll be on the front lawn wearing my Trump 2020 t shirt. I'll even wear a tacky jumper and a mega hat. And <laughs> we'll see Joe Biden's casket getting pulled out, the cackling witch canal and chains. Uh, Nancy Pelosi trapped in, like, I don't know, sellotape to keep her limbs from falling off. And I'll just be there like, I called it, Donald. I called it. <laughs> and then I'll, then, 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 then I'll catch a bus to Cleveland and visit you. <laughs> All right. That's, that sounds fair. Sounds yeah. fair. All right. Yeah. So we, we will require video evidence of this when it does happen, when and if it does yeah. happen. We want you to video record the whole thing. Um, you know, the, what's the like, point, of, point of view video, it'll, it'll be glorious. Well, it'll, it'll be good. So that'll be, look out, look out for that this year. If that happens, look exactly. out for it. Um, <laughs> when it happens. So yeah, just not to be too sappy, but yes, I would agree. The best thing is having Brendan, um, just doing this podcast, talking to him every week. It's, uh, it's encouragement and something I look forward to every week. So, um, so that's Same. been good. Um, I don't know. So I, I, since he made a bold claim about what he thinks going to happen in 2020, I'll, I'll do something along the same what? lines. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'm most looking forward to seeing what, uh, what women God brings into Brendan in my, my own life. Um, that's, what I had I'm no idea where that was to. going. <laughs> We don't want the crazy like, ones. I'm looking um, forward to if you, if, if you are a crazy one, you don't <laughs> Women doing the right to vote. <laughs> um, so just how God... Like, we're not that kind of channel those. people. <laughs> Amen. Just how God works out that stuff uh, in both of our lives. So I'm looking forward to see how God how God works in that Amen. area. Amen. Um, so, last question. Best edit out scene from the podcast. Brendan has an answer. I have an answer. Um, I'll go first to get mine, and then he can he can answer his and then take it away for uh, Bible passage today. Um, but my favorite one was the one we just did from the last episode. Um, 
and it was uh, we got disconnected and well I got disconnected I couldn't hear him at all but he could somehow hear me and I was just on the other end singing baby come back and <laughs> just sitting there like come back Brendan come back and he just would not come back he kept sending me these messages in the corner saying hey you have a great singing voice and I'm like I can't hear you so it was great it was gold no one's ever going to know about it other than me saying it now <laughs> how about you Brendan <laughs> Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what I think of being called your baby. Uh, I'm, you know, brother, bruh, bra, bro. They're all okay. Let's That's uh, let's not add any more B words. I don't think necessary. Could have sung, you know, like or could have sung "Friend" and "Come Back," but uh, the irony was, you were the one who was gone. <laughs> I could hear everything. <laughs> I love the shoulder <laughs> movement going as well. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't remember that song in the Prince of Egypt. Oh, he's lost his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like it's like I know Miriam was singing to a baby and told us to come back and deliver them, but that's not the tune. <laughs> No, that's not how it goes. <laughs> My favorite edited out part was probably from a few episodes ago. Um, in which, again, I could see and hear everything. You were the one who lost your internet connection. And <laughs> you were gone for realistically probably two or three minutes. But, you know, when you're alone online, it feels like ten minutes. And uh, I just sat here making whale friends. <laughs> I just, I'm just like, <laughs> at least I think that's what whales sound like. Uh, keep an eye out for the blooper episode. We may release one sooner than you think. <laughs> we'll stop all these online. so guys after all those uh, superlatives there is another thing that we both love very very much and that is the word of god so just turn with us just for a few moments while we look at something only vaguely christmasy because i cannot stand christmas hence why i cannot stand the jumper logan's wearing right now or that gold darn awful hat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it, and <laughs> oh, he's touching it. It's like touching a dead rat or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is from Matthew chapter two, verses sixteen to eighteen. So the wise men have come to Herod, they've already told him they've seen a star signaling the birth of a child. Herod has said to them, okay, go find the child, then let me know his whereabouts. But Herod got duped. An angel appeared to them and said, that guy's bad news, a bad egg, you don't want to go that way. And Herod has just been 
sitting at his window, looking outside, just like the father and the prodigal son. Uh, only this time, <laughs> the guys he's waiting on are not coming back. So Herod, when he realized that the scholars had tricked him, flew into a rage. He commanded the murder of every little boy, two years old and under, who lived in Bethlehem and its surrounding hills. He determined that age from information he'd gotten from the scholars. That's when Jeremiah's prophecy was fulfilled. A sound was heard in Ramah, weeping and much lament. Rachel weeping for her children. Rachel refusing all solace. Her children gone, dead and buried. And... That might seem like a particularly gloomy choice um, for, like, you know, a, a Christmas Bible verse. But I think that we can sometimes be a little too polite in our telling of the Christmas story in the Bible. Uh, we can sugarcoat it. We can pretend that the manger didn't stink of animal feces. We can pretend... That, you know, Mary and Joseph arrived in Bethlehem, you know, without blisters or calluses on their feet, having traveled so much. We can pretend that, um, you know, it was a safer journey than it was, or that um, the, thing, the timing when things happen, you know, there's always good weather, it was always dry, no one was ever really majorly inconvenienced. But actually, this is not supposed to be a good story that makes you feel comfortable. It's a story steeped in the blood of innocence, as in people who've done nothing wrong, and innocence, the concept of guiltlessness. Uh, in a day when evil really seemed to have the upper hand, um, Herod was not the capital A Antichrist, but he most certainly was an Antichrist. He was an evil dictator in Israel at the time who believed that he could actually prevent the prophetic record from happening and, you know, basically aborted an entire generation of babies, much like Pharaoh did um, in the days of Moses' birth and much like what's happening now. Um, there's, been, there's a lot of wailing. A lot of crying, a lot of tears, a lot of craziness, a lot of loneliness, a lot of despair right now. And the only reason that we actually celebrate that event, despite all the hardship, is because Jesus turned up. And it didn't bless many people. Teen a teenage mother and father, few shepherds, few wise men. He came in secrecy, in silence, in anonymity. But it left a lasting impression on those few individuals then. And it has set up the biggest counter-revolution, a heavenly revolution, ever since, even 2,000 plus years on. So what I want to encourage all of you is, even if your Christmas looks small, or dark, or maybe like in Ireland, um, because of Omicron, ridiculous registra um, 
restrictions have just been put in place. And it looks like yeah. the inmates have taken over the asylum. Jesus has turned up. So in the smallness and in the largeness, he is still Christ. He is still Lord. He's still on the throne. And he is working all things together for your good. And you will see it in the land of the living. Amen. Yep. So Logan, what do you take from that Amen. particular passage? Amen. I can't add much more than that. I can honestly say that God is sovereign through this whole situation. Um, if it was Amen. man's will, as we saw, Herod would have killed Jesus and the story would have ended right there. If if man had yeah. ultimate control over the story, over things that happened, that's how it ends. But we saw in, we see in verse 19 where an angel comes and tells Joseph to move on. That's from God. Um, God prote- sovereignly protects his son when he's little so that he can one day die on a cross and be, in our words, unprotected, die for us, mm-hmm. and then one day stand at the right hand of the Father and rule all the nations um, and rule the whole world. Um, and so the story, well, there's in every story, there's good moments, there's bad moments, there's highs, there's lows. But through it all, God knows the story. The story doesn't change. No matter what opposition comes in the way of the story, the, the thrust, the goal, the aim of God will stand. Um, so no matter whether evil's winning, whether it looks like evil's winning, whether they're winning their battles and they're getting what they want and evil is, is running rampant, just remember that God is still on the throne and he's still working his, his sovereign promises and he's still working all things out for our good, for his good, for his glory and honor. And at the end of the day, that's all we can, that, that's where you can put your hope in. Because um, if you're putting your hope in yourself, putting your hope in America, Ireland, rulers, leaders, you put hope in them, they're still humans and their breaths are ordained and appointed by God. He, he lets them breathe. He lets them be alive every moment. So remember and see the big picture. See how big your life is in the scale of, of, uh, of eternity and of life. Um, mm-hmm. So with that, let me close this in prayer and then we'll get you uh, on your way. And I hope you have a Merry Christmas and um, a Happy New Year and uh, you'll be hearing from us shortly as well. So let me close in prayer and then we'll we'll get on our way. Uh, dear Lord, we're so thankful that we're able to come and just have this time to chat and we're able to uh, worship and honor and glorify you by our reading of the Bible um, and talking about it. Um, we're able to have a great time by buying gifts and you've blessed us with money to do that. Um, not everybody has the money that they can spend gifts for somebody else, especially this time of year. Um, and we're thankful that you've given us that blessing in our lives. And so Lord, I pray as we talked about this passage, your sovereignty, your, your, um, your mission, your goal, your purpose will stand and will, will continue from now through eternity. Um, I pray that you give us all whoever, as all those listening and both me and Brendan as well, as we go about our days, that we would, we would be focused on that of honoring, glorifying you and, There'll be things that will come into our lives that are important, that people will tell us are important, that people will say, hey, these are the most important things. And they may be important in the moment, but in reality, in the long-term scheme of things, what you say and your importance will always out-trump and out, out, um, out-vote those things. So help us to keep the right focus and, 
and the right attention and where it needs to be. Um, so I pray that you bless each and every one of our Christmases, that it would be honor and glorifying to you, that we would remember that you are the reason for the season. It's not Santa. It's not Rudolph. It's not all these other characters that come through Christmas time and, or all the busyness or all the money or spending time with family or anything like that. It's about your, you sending your son to this earth to die on a cross for each and every one of us as he grew older. And as his wisdom that he imparted to his disciples, that he, those disciples imparted to us, and we are to impart to our children and other people around us. Um, so I pray that you'd help us to remember that, help us to focus on, on you, mm -hmm. help us to find our joy in you, and give us a good week this week as we celebrate your, your birth. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye, everybody. Amen. Have a great day, and Merry Christmas.